Hey everybody, it's your boy, Adrian, and it's 2020, and the Unknown Games Podcast is back. That's right, we're here, I'm back in Japan, Alex is in Japan, we're reunited, and it feels so good, because 2020 is off to an awesome start, and we are talking about some Xeno Saga. I'm talking all day, all night, Xeno Saga. Yeah, we geeked out this time on Xeno Saga, and you know we love it, and we want the series to come back, we really do. So someone make it happen, please. And we have a little bit of news for you from CES. All that and more on this week's episode of the Unknown Games Podcast. Happy New Year's, everyone, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hey everyone, what's up and welcome to episode number 16 of the Unknown Games Podcast. Happy New Year's! Happy New Year's, dudes. It's 2020. The future is now. Indeed. So it's the start of a new decade. A lot of people are saying like, oh, it's not a new decade until like 2021, but I think you count the decade from zero. So that would be 2020. It, yeah. I mean, we we have entered the new decade. This is the start of a new, it's not a new era, but it's a new decade and that's pretty exciting. I mean... I guess when it hit 2000, I was never really thinking about it because I was in middle school, but it's really cool mm-hmm. now to to be able to think like, oh, you know, last decade gave us some really good stuff. Yeah, I was thinking, um, honestly, like today, how like when I was in high school, I remember having like a Zoom or whatever. Oh, uh, dude. And then, yes. Yeah, and then being on like, <laughs> being on like early YouTube. And then I was thinking like, oh, this is like peak technology. There's nothing that's going to be better than this like i'm in the best era of humanity right now and then now that we're in 2020 i'm like looking back at you know the zune again and i'm like holy like we've come so far like things are only getting better like the the, okay so before we go any further the voice that you just heard and our voices i'm adrian uh your host and uh that was alex co-host yeah always with the static what's up you know keeping it real for all of us in the new decade and this is you know, podcast where we talk about video games, of course, and we also talk a little bit about Japanese life. We are based in Japan. I'm back. Uh, so both of us are back in Japan. I mean. Well, I never left. But, yeah. <laughs> Alex never Alex never left. We kind of like left and came back. I did anyways. Uh, so it's good to be back in Japan. And of course, as always, it's good to have all of you listening. You know, super thanks for your support in 2019. And, you know, we hope that you'll enjoy us in 2020 we've got some cool things hopefully in store for you and we hope that you'll spread the word to your friends to take a listen to us and you know follow subscribe and enjoy yeah Yeah, just uh i don't know uh thanks for the support thus far and looking forward to a good year with you guys so we're we're like we said we're back it's 2020 and you were talking before the show that you i think we should get this over with first you want to talk about Xenosaga for a little bit? Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, we talk about Xenosaga all the time on this podcast. And I think that's because, <laughs> like, um, it's not intentional. It's not just like, oh, you know, today's topic, Xenosaga. But uh, I think kind of not ironically, but just like a really bad or good coincidence is like I came up recently uh, on the Internet that in at Bandai Namco, they were at one time considering a remaster like we've been wanting 
but they scrapped it kind of early on because they did market analysis and they were like, it's not going to make enough money. It's not going to be worth it. So we're not going to do a remaster. Which is, uh, which is sad. Yeah, which is sad. Uh, I was just thinking like, if only we had like a little more influence or we could uh, kind of spread the word a little bit and we can get people to uh, ask for a remaster because dot hack got a remaster and i think dot hack is in a kind of kind of it, sim- it, similar uh, situation uh, uh, yeah i mean like dot hack of course st- you know originally when it came out i think had some good traction but as the series went further you know lost a lot of that fanfare that a lot of people had but the anime really brought it back i think a lot of people remember dot hack for the anime more so than the game right and i think the fact that dot hack has an anime maybe kind of helped it um get a remaster and then the thing about the dot hack remasters is that uh they added like a fourth episode never before released so fans of that series could like finally kind of close up that saga yeah yeah uh, on like i i want that for Zeno saga like i want like you know a part four like we had something. so like the game was originally supposed to be five parts and got cut yeah. down to to three and you know the game was notoriously long for its cutscenes and uh, but you know, I never felt like the story was was bad. I liked it a lot, and I think like the the themes of Zenosaga are kind of complex, kind of a little bit like it gets crazy, it gets wild in typical JRPG fashion, and especially uh, with the Zeno series, you know. Yeah, but no, I, I loved it. But yeah, apparently it just wasn't going to make the money, so they scrapped it. And I'm they just like, can we get it. like a Project Rainfall two to this thing? <laughs> can we get like, can we get some legitimate buzz? Uh, over Xenosaga so we can get uh, a remaster. I'll take anything, Namco. Like, seriously, just like... We, we, <laughs> I'll just take anything. Like, I, and I mean, like, <laughs> well, it's like a couple weeks ago, like, you know, Harada-san uh, over at, you know, the, the I guess he's the director or producer of Tekken, uh, but he also does a lot of their other stuff. But yeah, like he put out the tweet like, yeah, like you said, we 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 had an analysis way back and it just doesn't seem like it's going to work. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I bought my friend a, a Cosmos figure from Xenosaga 3. Uh, it was uh, done by Alter. Really nice figure. Yeah, uh, Alter makes some pretty decent uh, figures. And yeah, so he took it home and he's just like, yeah, she's beautiful. I'm like, I know. Yeah, of course I she know. is. Yeah, it's, it's I Cosmos, wanted to keep it for myself, yeah. actually. I was just like, yeah. why am I giving this figure away? It's so nice. So the thing the thing about like, well, it feels like at Dan and Namco, like they haven't forgotten about Xenosaga because every now and then we'll see a nod towards Xenosaga or we'll see like a figure or something released for it. You will, yeah. There, I mean, and, there was um, a... I, I think really recently, like, was it the same one from Alter? Was it the Xenos- the Cosmos figure? Like, it's, the it... Cos- it's a Cosmos figure from Xenoblade 2, the DLC oh, okay, right. that she was right. in. But I think it's, it might be Alter? I think it is Alter, potentially. You have to look it right. up. I want to look it up real quick. Here it is. Uh, oh, there's so or is many... it Koto? It's Kot- is it Koto? Kotobukiya? Uh, it's probably this one. It's on Amazon.jp right now. Yeah. Because it's a uh, nice it's, figure. It's Oh, no. Yeah, it's not out yet. So 2020, May 31st. So this is the one. It's Nimon uh, Nisan. Or, sorry. Nimon Nisan. So it's like 22,000 yen. Uh, like 220 the, American dollars or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And this is Max Factory. Oh, Max Factory. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it looks... It's a good figure. It's a good figure. And like like you said, they give nods to Cosmos and the Xeno series. And I mean, we also had the Project X. I don't know. Was it Project X Zone or? Oh, that, that the cross- crossover thing on, on yeah. 3DS. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. That was hype too, man. And, I, I, you know, we just want, we just want our Xeno saga. That's our New Year's resolution. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I don't even know what's the resolution. New Year's wish, decade wish. I don't know. You know, one day. So hopefully- obviously, yeah, they haven't forgotten about the series, but like the fact that they're like, oh, no remasters, but we'll sell you figures. We'll, we'll not even sell you. It's. I think it's. It's a no-brainer for for Nam- for Bandai Namco to make figures because they're not the ones making them, right? They're just licensing uh, the rights to Max Factory or whatever, right? So they're like for Bandai Namco, it's just extra cash on the side, and then for Max Factory, it's it's profit. It's so profit. You know, I'm I'm kind of wondering if uh, I don't know about how like the licensing for the Zeno series is, and I think we we actually talked about it before on one of the earlier podcasts, but um, you know. I think that a lot of the the the, the fans of Xenoblade would like to go back and see what was before it. Like that's mm-hmm. actually what got me into Xeno Saga, uh, not Saga, but Xeno Gears, Gears. Yeah, is I played all of Xeno Saga and I was like, I want to see where it started. So like, I think it's maybe the market wasn't then, you know, it wasn't there then for Bandai Namco, but now I think you know with so many fans of Xenoblade. I think it'd be nice. To- I agree, right? Because that game did decently good. I think um, whenever you talk about Switch games, uh, Xenoblade is on the list. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's games that they're like, hey, you should check this out. And I think Xeno, what is it? Um, uh, Xenoblade 1, right? Is right. getting a re-release, I think, on the Switch or something? Uh, did it not already happen? But yeah, I believe so, probably. Well, Xenoblade was Xenoblade got a re-release on 3DS, like on 3DS. 3DS. That's right. That's right. That and then, we talked and about that. Yeah, and I think it's getting a second re-release. Let me just double check this real quick. It wouldn't surprise uh, me. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition uh, for the Switch 2020, right? So it's getting a second re-release. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like they they obviously know that fans love it. I mean, and in, in Shulk is in, of course, Ultimate. Yeah, Smash Bros. Yeah, Smash Bros. So, like. I, and and uh, this is one thing I, w- I will say, like, so before the Game Awards, I, I remember, you know, lots of Smash fans were tweeting they wanted an announcement for a character and one of those characters for the DLC pass. People were wanting Cosmos. So the love is there, Bandai Namco. Yeah, I would love uh, Xenoblade to, you know, to come back. I'm serious. Like, I'll put out, like, even if it's like a PS4, like, PS2 game, like what they did with Star Ocean till the end of time. Like, it's not even a real PS4 game. It's just like, a, it's emulated PS2. It's just emulated, yeah. I'll take that, man. Like, <laughs> I'm serious. This is this is, this is is how we are, everyone. We we really just want our Xeno, our Xeno saga. We want it back. I mean, I want to, I, I don't know, like, how would you rank the game? So we're, this is we're going oh, down yeah, this no. tangent yeah, home, yeah, but this, like, like this is the Zeno Blade or Zeno Saga like, episode. Out of one, two, and three, uh-huh. my my personal favorite uh, would have to be. Oh, it's it's because two was two had issues. We all know. Yeah, two is the um, the middle child. Like one one takes it over three for me. So f- here, okay. Well, actually, go ahead. Tell me why. So one took it for me because a when you're introduced to the characters, like it just set the foundation for all of them. Like I just had favorite characters. I loved Ziggy. I loved Cosmos, and then I loved uh, gosh, just uh, an Albedo. Albedo, like oh, he's just crazy man for yeah, being but, there. But he's, but he's lovable. Just like I fell in love with that character, and so much so that like when two starts and it's just about him i was just like oh this is so awesome like i think they did a really good job with the characters i i enjoyed the story setup and um i enjoyed the cutscenes. heck i enjoyed all mm-hmm. three and a half hours 
<laughs> oh my god, so many cutscenes. Um, so and for the me, my, was my personal ranking is three one two. Um, yeah, I pick three over one because I think as a game itself, three holds up better than one. Um, the battle system is like a little bit more dynamic, and mm. the the fights with the the eggs, the the armored mechs. Yes, that was uh, actually a thing. That was actually yeah. a thing because, uh, yeah, the first one they didn't really have it, and it was. I, the thing that I like is that the boost system was just so broken in the first game. Oh man, it was, yeah, boost was great. Ooh, boost was so good. That's <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But so the the fights themselves, I think in three are pretty fun. Uh, the I don't know. I I just feel like the pacing of three was was a little bit better. Mm. Uh, and then one, uh, I I like it because. I don't know. It, it's also a negative of the series, but it's it feels like a slow burn. Like it's um, it takes a while to really get going. I think it it does. It I mean, but then yeah. once you're in it, like once you're in the thick of it, you like really care about the story and the characters. And it's like I said, like the they they do just such a good job of making each one of them memorable or giving them kind of quirks and something to kind of remember them by. Um, you know. And yeah, and they continue it throughout the series, except for two. Like two, like like everyone knows that they just dropped the ball with two, and uh, not not so in like a yeah. bad bad way. It's just I I didn't mind the story of two, but the battle system of two is just so bad. Put people up and downs, put them up uh, and down. <laughs> so here's the thing. So for anyone who hasn't really, I mean, maybe if you heard about Xenosaga, but uh, so two basically changes the perspective of the main character from. Xion, Xion, Xinon, Xion, Xion, Xinon, Xion. Wait, is it Xinon? <laughs> uh, Xion is, is sort of online. Um, anyways, so it changes the perspective of the main character. Um, to Junior. To Junior, who is one of the... Um, he's uh, the equivalent of Hope or Snow. Right. Well, he's kind of... Junior's really interesting because he's in a kid. He's in the body of a kid, but he's like mentally, he's like really old or something. Right, because he's not a normal. Yeah, he's not he's a kid. A, he's, he's not. He's not a human, actually. Right. He's what, a, yeah, a re- not rebellion. Um, crap. Uh, like I'm, the, I'm blanking. I'm blanking he's, on it. He's an artificial, like whatever he is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was in like uh, elite, I think, squad or something. But so he's in the body. I don't. I forget why the, it is, but he's in the 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 body of a child, but he's mentally like super old. Anyways. So it changes the perspective to him. And then I think a lot of people just didn't like that. They didn't like how it, it narrative like kind of just changed. Uh, yeah. So this is interesting. And maybe you haven't played it yet. And if you can find it, you should really get it. Uh, so in Japan, uh, only on the Nintendo DS, hmm. there is a remake of Xenosaga 1 and 2. What? Uh, yeah, it's called Xenosaga 1 and 2. Uh, it's a remake on, on Nintendo DS. It is a complete retelling of the first two games, only from Xion's point of view. What? So you no longer you no longer get Junior's point of view from two. It's now back to Xion. It's back to because like in three, it goes back to Xion again. Right, right, right. So the in the remake for DS, it's 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 all her point of view. What? And the battle system is completely different. Dude, that sounds kind of that sounds kind of like I need to go find this. Yeah, it's so hard to find. You said three um, DS, right? Yes. DS. DS. Oh, DS. Ooh. We have to go yeah. to Akihabara for that. 
if you can find it, I so I really recommend you 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 pick it up. It's so hard to find. I can't really find it. I have a copy myself. I, have, I, just, oh, I own it. Oh, I own okay. it. Okay. Um, you can but I haven't like <laughs> yeah no no it's like a, it's like my my it's like a treasure of mine. It's like, like, my, it's my baby. We'll go on Amazon yeah. and find it. Like yeah, I got it. Uh, so no. it's on the DS. It's just called Xenosaga One Two. It's a retelling of the first two games, uh, only from Shion's point of view, and it has a different battle system. That's interesting. Did they change yeah, should... the graphic style or anything? Like to oh to... yeah no it's, it's everything has to be completely it, different, right? Yeah, it's like full anime style. So Xenosaga has like a three D anime style. Yeah yeah. This, this is just like flat. Anime oh, just two D, just straight yeah. two. Okay. And then the battle is isometric tactics. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Well, I mean, because yeah, like, so the cool to, thing like, about move. that battle system is it could easily have just been isometric tactics style. And, yeah, and then like you have to move your character like physically like on the board. Uh, you, should, you should for sure check it out, man. Oh, man, this, this is good. See, we, it, once we start talking about Xenosaga, we just get lost in nostalgia. Oh, wait, oh. Xenosaga did have an anime. It did have an anime. Wait, what? It did? Yeah, it did. What? It did. Yeah. Oh, it's gosh. Called- so... So every turn, every turn, we're like con- we're proving our point wrong now. <laughs> they um, tried. This is like the super special Xenosaga uh, episode of this podcast. But um, just uh, to to move things around, I think the I just want to add that um, it's uh, I don't know it's it's really good. It does have an anime, so maybe there's there's some hope there. I guess we gotta keep hope alive. Twenty twenty, keep hope alive, and uh, for the decade. One day we'll you, get it. Do you remember in three? Here's the last thing I'll say. Do you remember in three where Shion has her flashback with her parents? No. What she happened? has like because <laughs> Shion happened? has like Shion has like mental trauma. Like her character is is she has like an actual mental like, um, uh, yeah, she has like mental trauma. And then right. in in three, it shows the flashback of like when she lost her parents, and it's like it's so dark. Oh. Uh, Gonna make me like go back and watch all the cutscenes. You should just replay the games. I gotta go. F- well, I have the games at home in America, so I'd have to like get them all here again. But I, I, I would like to try to find one and two on DS. Like, so that would yeah, be kind of fun to play. Sh- you should for sure play it. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, that's it. What have you been playing recently? Um, not Xenosaga, but what have you been playing recently? Yeah, still just going through Crisis Core. Um, so I got back and I haven't booted it up for too long. I still think I'm about at least halfway through the game. I've I've gotten mm-hmm. past the point where, you know, I've officially met Cloud. I've, you know, defeated Genesis, quote unquote. Maybe he's in the live stream. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, he starts attacking again. So I'm, I'm kind of what I feel like is a good halfway point. And, uh, I, you know, I've, I've been enjoying it. I'm going to start playing probably a little bit Apex here and there mm-hmm. okay but yeah that's that's all i've been playing that i can think of cool man yeah what, what have you been playing uh so i i started and i finished astral chain over the break oh yeah nice how, how was that uh it's good it's a platinum games game so if you played bayonetta uh minogar rising um those kind of games and if you really like so i know like devil may cry is a different studio obviously different publisher but oh, if you like same. those kind of games yeah um you'll probably like it uh it's fun uh Azure chain is just like it's really anime like it's it's so i mean it it looks yeah. pretty like I, i'm surprised that they even gave it a story 
Like, do you are you can you call the story a story? Is it a story? Yeah, no, it's got it's got a pretty anime story to it, where it kind of it quickly spirals out of control into something you know greater than humanity or whatever, right? Okay, like larger, uh, over the top. Yeah, and then you're eventually like fighting like a, a god or something like in typical uh, JRPG fashion. fashion. Yeah, uh, it's good. If so, I mean, if you have a Switch and you're if you got one for Christmas or something, and you're like, oh, what should I play? Uh, you like action games? Uh, sure, for sure, give it a look. Uh, it's not too too long. It's like twenty ish hours. It can go on longer than that if you want to do the special like end game missions, and they get kind of hard after a while. But okay. otherwise, it's just like twenty hours. And that's a good link for an action game. Honestly, like these days, like typically, you know, action games would be like what seven, eight, thirteen hours at max. But at least now that there's a little bit extra content in it, and like you said, you can play it on the go. And this is something like after playing my PSP and Crisis Core, um, I've really thought about getting a Switch Lite as mm-hmm. opposed to getting a Switch. A full uh, switch. Getting a full switch, even though they, I can take, you know, both of them on the go. There's just something about the switch light. Maybe it's that extra hundred dollars I'm saving, but yeah, it just feels Here, like. I, here's a, it's I was more thinking for me. about it as well, actually, between the switch and the switch light, and I eventually decided to just get a full switch. And uh, well, my girlfriend bought me um, a switch actually for like our anniversary, but. If I had to purchase one myself, I would actually just get the full switch, and the reason why is. Uh, despite the fact that you're saving money by getting a Switch Lite, you have the benefit of swapping out your Joy-Cons with a full Switch in case one breaks or something like that. You can just buy a Joy-Con uh, and not have to send it in for a pair. And if you ever want to record and or stream Switch software, you can't really easily do it on a Switch Lite. Yeah, Switch Lite is, is purely... I mean, it it's really is yeah. just a handheld. And that's that's one of the things I like about it. But like you said, it, uh, if you're wanting to do any type of streaming or if something goes wrong, or even if you just like, I don't think there's even a kickstand on it because there's no Yeah, I'm not sure there's a kickstand mode. on there either, yeah. Yeah, there's no desktop mode or whatever they call it. You know, you you really are getting a pared down version, but it just depends, you know. I guess I could almost see the case where the Switch Lite is actually smaller than what it is now being a good proposition as well yeah like just an even uh, smaller form factor one to take on the go to justify it a little bit even more uh, or the lack of features for it yeah if you just if you have no intention of ever ever streaming recording uh, a switch game and there's oh no i just want i'm just i'm just i just play video games i don't produce content for video games then absolutely uh, get a switch light it's portable it's small um and just hopefully your joy cons won't break or anything like that but if even if you have the the slightest like uh like idea like maybe you might want to stream one day like just just get the full switch you'll probably thank yourself later you you hopefully will thank yourself later yeah. and uh i i don't know we're so we like originally intended for this to be like a short podcast for you guys yeah we went <laughs> off the deep end on Xenosaga. Xenosaga um, has like completely taken over everything so we're going to take a, a quick break and then we're going to come back uh after this and just talk about some new year's resolutions for ourselves personally or for the podcast and then a little bit of news if there is anything so hopefully we'll be done in 10 minutes everyone okay just <laughs> so we'll see you after the break
Hey, we're back. And thank you for listening to my wonderful voice as I talk about Anchor. For that, for our sponsor. Have you ever thought about changing the sponsor just like a tiny bit? Just a tiny bit. Just be like, hey, what's up? Um, It's me. I'm your boy, Adrian. Check out Anchor. It's super hot. Make a <laughs> podcast. That's it. Just clip that. Just clip me saying <laughs> that. And that's our new... That's our new uh, just, just cook that up yeah. and you, you know that okay you know what that's actually a pretty good off uh pretty good thing i should i should actually consider doing that <laughs> okay all right i mean not maybe not in the say yeah hey yo it's me your boy adrian and uh <laughs> <laughs> just just don't <laughs> like <laughs> r- like randomly like one episode like that's the like no explanation <laughs> i just started speaking like uh hey yo it's me adrian and i'll okay anyways we're it's 2020 as we said and we have our own personal new year's resolutions i'd like to start with you alex what do you what's what are your resolutions for this year or goals for the podcast or yourself what do you got up your sleeve uh, I don't. I don't know. I guess like um, I want to try to continue to to play more games and finish more games. I think that's the key here is because I I buy games almost every month, but I don't really uh, finish them all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel really good about finishing Pokemon and Astral Chain, and I want to uh, continue that. I want to finish for sure. Um, Atelier no Riza, which is sorry, what is the oh. which, n- Riza? Just uh, call it Riza. I'm like <laughs> brain gets confused when I think about like that. Mystic. Ryzen Otelia is the Japanese name. I'll tell you Ryzen is the English name. Okay, anyways, I want to finish that. <laughs> uh, and I really want to finish Persona 5 Royal because uh, I love Persona. And I, I really want to finish it before it comes out in English. Uh, so no English speakers can spoil it for me. And I can kind of like feel good about finishing it before it before comes out them. in English. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I think in terms of content production, uh, you know, obviously we have this podcast as well. But I think personally... I want to try to just make different content on the internet and then have people enjoy that as well. Uh, So I'm not thinking like strictly stuff like vlogs or anything, but uh, just whatever content that I can make that people might find entertaining, whether that be streaming or Let's Plays or something, then uh, I want to to put that out and hopefully people will enjoy it. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, you know, anytime you want to promote yourself here, you're, you're, you know, it's, you're welcome yeah, shameless, to do so. Shameless <laughs> self promotion. Okay. Shameless self promotion, man. You can you can do it anytime you want to. People, you know, people. You might you may have fans. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, other than like like me, <laughs> but <laughs> boosting my own numbers. Anyway, what about you? What's your what do you want to do for this year? I think for this year, like so, I, I have kind of similar goals and uh, to to finish my backlog, to go through it. Number one. Uh, I have a huge backlog on Steam, of course, but uh, I just, you know, playing and beating games. That's something that I used to do as a as a kid and I'm used to it, but then, you know, adulting. So that's one thing. And to do that, I'm going to shameless promote myself. I'm going to try to start streaming and uh, on Twitch and just go through my backlog of games. It's nothing fancy or anything, but just playing games that I like. Uh, so that's one thing, of course, the podcast, keep it going. And hopefully we can do a couple of live shows throughout the year. Uh, maybe it's on YouTube or however we want to do it uh, and produce some content for our YouTube channel and our Instagram uh, showcasing our life in Japan or so- showcasing some cool things. I'm going to Evo in a couple of weeks. Oh, so. yeah. You should take pictures or whatever of that. 
Yeah, I my my phone, my camera. I don't have a good camera right now, so like I'll take pictures. Hopefully, they'll be good. But I'm just like really hyped to be in the environment of Evo. Like I've always wanted to go, and it's like 15 minutes away from me, so I have no excuse. I want to be competing in Soul Calibur. Is it at Makuhari? Makuhari yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's at Makuhari okay. Messe. So it's like super close. Um, and I, you know, it's just gonna be a lot of fun. Hopefully, I can see some good, some good, good matches. Looking forward to the finals and announcements. Hopefully, I can play Guilty Gear Strive if it's there, because that is one game I'm super excited about this year, and uh, trying to get in and learn uh, that old Arc System game. But uh, yeah, I think that's it. And also. I don't know, just try to publish things on the internet. Uh, I do draw and write. So just kind of to put that out more this year than I did last year. Maybe yeah, a publisher. for sure. So that's... Um, I mean, you can probably pimp your your, your links or whatever uh, at the end of the show or in, in on Twitter or something like that. Yeah, yeah I got too many links, man. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, honestly, I think for the podcast... It would be really nice if we had like a central place, like a, a kind of website. Um, now that's like, I don't know, far down the line or whatever. Yeah, well, but one day when we get big enough and we get sponsored by Squarespace, then we can make a website on Squarespace. And we can have those awesome Squarespace ads that every other podcast that every, has. Every other podcast. That's, that's, that's how you know you've, you've, you've made it big when you start, when, um, when you have a Squarespace uh, sponsored segment. Yep. Squarespace and when we're featured on Joe Rogan. Yeah, if you're listening, Squarespace, <laughs> uh, I've I've been practicing. Do you want to give us a, a, a no, brief? no? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, anyways, yeah, do you have so, any gaming news or anything like that? Uh, I you know I didn't see anything. You know, CES is going on right now, and the only thing I saw that was that you actually brought it up to me is like the PS5 logo. I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, it looks like the PS4 logo, Four logo, but instead yeah. of blue and white, it's it's back to their black and white colors, which they do have. Uh, they use those on like, I want to say like t-shirts. You'll see it on like, like their promotional materials more than you'll see it on. Um, crap, everything's promotional materials, but more physical goods. You'll mm -hmm. see the black and white. Mm -hmm. So I was just like surprised that that's the, the color they're going with this year. Well, it might change like because they only revealed like I guess just the logo at CES it's yeah, I think it was like on a slide or something even and then just like really simple uh like media what like assets or whatever so mm. when we get closer to the end of the year maybe they might have an actual color scheme or something I don't know that's true that's true um did you see anything interesting uh at CES not really I know Aces. I saw a video about this but Aces like um revealed a 360 hertz refresh rate monitor for high-end gaming and it's it's pretty bizarre so i watched a video of it and obviously i can't get the benefits of that refresh rate because my monitor is for one thing my monitor is at 140 uh, 144 not nearly as high as 360 and the yeah. video itself i think was rendered out at like 24 frames per second so definitely not getting the benefits there oh my word yeah it's... but you know that's super interesting I'm never gonna be able to afford that, at least not until unless I save up for it. But you can save. You start saving now. The thing about like uh, playing games at 360 hertz is like 
you have to make a choice unless you're playing CSGO or, or like League of Legends or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if you even if you wanted to play Apex, you have to like basically have a very high end video card and then you have to turn all your settings like way down so it can render actually uh, that fast. So I play at pretty much max settings uh, at 1080p and I get around 120 frames per second in Apex, which is still it's still pretty good. It's still pretty good. But if I had, for example, like a 240 hertz monitor and I wanted to basically get the benefits of my monitor, I have to turn the settings way down and then even like get a more powerful video card. So at 360 hertz, uh, you... Some some graphics card and is pumping hard. Yeah, you have to basically like, you have to have some incredible hardware uh, and maybe even still you probably have to lower your settings so like turn off shadows turn off uh high resolution textures or something like that just so you can get the benefits of that get monitor. The benefits and 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 yeah like that's that's the cool thing about ces is you'll see a lot of tech that's just prototype or it's real but it's not actually you know going to be out for a while in a you know usable fashion um it's just ces is always it's always fun to see stuff like um I did see apparently someone, I don't know if it's a manufacturer, but there's a gaming PC that has a PS4 and Xbox. Oh, One. Origin. Origin yeah. Systems. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which, first of all, the name Origin Systems, like, I was like, wait, wait, EA's making a. <laughs> oh, yeah. <you're laughs> it it tripped me up yeah, for a with, second. With but EA's Origin. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that, that was crazy. It's like, uh, it has those both inside of it, which is kind of cool. You know, the next console cycle is starting but hey yeah i know i can't imagine dropping <laughs> like a ton of cash on that and then like literally like seven months from now you know ps5 get your ps5 or your xbox series x Series X, yeah <laughs> i'm telling you man when series y comes out and they do a fusion with pokemon it's gonna be hot sure um pokemon xy like that's a couple of gens ago so <laughs> might have missed the boat on that one you know they can Remaster it. Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking, man. speaking of Pokemon, um, no, I don't know. I, I want, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just curious about the next gen, especially after playing Sword and Shield. Yeah. Well, uh, it's, th- there's going to be another s- Pokemon for Switch, right? At least. No, I don't think they've announced anything. They, like, I mean, yeah, they haven't announced anything, but I'm just thinking, because, you know, they'll do like the kind of remastered version, which I guess should have all the Pokemon in it. Oh, you, know, you mean like the third version, like sword yeah. and gun? And do that. <laughs> that sounds hype. Sword, shield, and gun. <laughs> Pokemon, That's hype. <laughs> Pokemon gun. Uh, I want this. I want this. Yeah, I know. I know right? Just a box artist like a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> like another another animal, but this animal is holding a gun. So shadow. Shadow oh, the hedgehog. He, it's yes. shadow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There, shadow. Someone photoshopped that right now. Yeah. That's funny. Oh man. Uh, anyways, yeah. yeah. Um, so for news, I think uh, the only thing that kind of interesting that happened last week was the FF7 demo leaked actually on the internet. Mm, so yeah. like first, it was just the announce the existence of a demo leaked. So basically, and this is very very similar to how Resi Three leaked on the internet, is that the PSN accidentally somewhere in like a public, not like super public, but like I, I guess let's say a. Uh, a server that anyone can kind of really access. Uh, they uploaded assets of 
the FF7 demo as like the thumbnail, like the cover art or something like that. Right. So then people like were like, oh, like there's going to be an FF7 demo. It's the exact same way that Resi 3 leaked. And then that was on the internet. And then I think a couple of days later, for like somehow, uh, the actual demo itself got into the hands of leakers and data miners. And then you, if you go on YouTube, I don't know if they pulled it, um, like Square Enix pulled them, but if you go on mm. YouTube right now and just type in like FF7 demo remake, sorry, FF7 remake demo uh, footage, you can see someone play through uh, the demo of FF7 remake. And I don't, I don't know, have you seen any footage of it or what? No, and I and I don't want to. So I watched <laughs> I watched a little bit of the the demo. Mm-hmm. Looks so good, man! It looks so good. The music is good. The music is hype, like bombing the, mission. Yeah, bomb, that music, bombing I, mission. It's so good. Like I said, like uh, um, when they they hit that trailer off at the game awards, I was like, the best part of that for me was that music. So yeah. good. I mean, oh, that soundtrack. I, I, maybe maybe you just want to wait until the demo, but you can watch the opening sequence. So like how you, you remember the sequence where it starts out with with Aerith and then the camera pulls out like further and further and further, further out. You see all the Midgar and then it zooms in on the train. Yeah, they just remade that entirely. So if you want to like watch it, how it is in in the in the remake, it's on the Internet. And then if you want to watch the rest of the footage for the demo, you can also watch that. But it looks really similar, um, at least to my eye, to FF15 which I don't okay. think is a bad thing. Uh, I actually had a pretty good time playing through 15. I, I know a lot of people to go through. I know a lot of people have criticisms about 15. Uh, and sure, I mean, well, some of it is warranted. I agree the story is really rushed. Uh, but as a game, just as a video game, uh, I had a good time with it. And then seeing how the, the game kind of looks like 15, I think that's I'm not upset by that. So yeah, that, that would be. I think warranted, you know, a comparison to 15. I think that's the easily the strongest one that they could draw comparisons to. Yeah, I mean, it already looks like 15 and 7 are so similar. I think in character design and... Uh, Maybe one day Noctis will meet Cloud. Have you played 15? Because, anyways... <laughs> wait, wait, he does? He does? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, no. It's It's like if Lightning met Cloud... I never finished, like, I say this all the time on the podcast, but I never finished uh, that saga. Anyways, uh, so that's it for news. Uh, I'm hyped for the demo. I don't know when it's coming out, but it should be soon, maybe next month, because the game itself is coming oh, out. Oh, my and... word. You're right, dude. Yeah. It's already mid-January. Right. So the game oh, itself is coming man. out in a couple months. So in a couple demo, months. The demo probably will be next month or something. Oh, my word. We're, it's, we're already to that point of the year that we dreaded last year like where it's it's about to be get your final fantasy cyberpunk and last of us and whatever else after that on yeah e3 then it's e3 what like come on hey here's a game that i think everyone forgot about do you remember when capcom announced deep down at like the ps4 announcement wait you mean the game where you're going through a dungeon it's called Deep Down uh, by Capcom. It's kind of like a dungeon. Yeah, I think yeah. they announced they announced it like at the PS4. Yeah, the, 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 it, like Souls like. Yeah, that thing. game's not canceled yet. I thought that game actually came out in Japan. No, Deep Down never came out. I thought that thing came. Am I thinking of another? Like, are you thinking? Are you thinking of Dragon's Dogma? No, no, because like I thought, like Deep Down 
was like a, another game. was was a prototype for Dragon's Dogma or some weird thing. No, just, no, it's completely different and, game, and, and it no, never but, never what? came out. It still hasn't come out yet. I I just remembered it like last week when I googled deep down. Uh, it's not canceled apparently, and I'm like, you guys, is it gonna be a PS4 game because PS5 is just around the corner, like. But um, yeah, whatever it is, I mean, people, I people would be really hyped for another Dragon's Dogma. Oh yeah, I, I well, I mean, so Dragon Dog, Dragon's Dogma had a had an MMO uh, in Japan for a couple of years. I think it shut down or will be shutting down really soon. Right. But no, I mean, it never got a sequel, but it got an MMO for at least like two years or something. Good old MMO. It did have its DLC, Dark Horizon. So yeah, you can actually get that on the Switch if I'm not mistaken. I'm gonna ask what can't you get on the Switch. No, the Switch has such a huge library. It is crazy. That's what I said, man. I, I would almost just do my Switch Lite, but, um, you know, I'm just, I got to focus on the priorities. Priorities. Yeah. Priorities. And with that, we're going to prioritize our lives out For of this sure. podcast. All right. Sounds good. It sounded like we just had a pat-pat, but we don't pat-pat here. Unless, I don't know. We didn't have, we did, you know, we did miss our patented episode title. In this podcast, it's not there. Oh, I don't know. It's Xenosaga special. All right, there we go. <laughs> Happy New Year's, the Xenosaga special 2020. Yeah. Special report. Starting the year off right. All right. Starting the year well, off right. Do you want to yeah. pimp anything or? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I don't know. It's, it feels like it's been a while. Uh, thanks for everyone who's listened to the bonus cast that went up. Uh, it was a really good show, filmed in a, or shot in, recorded in a coffee shop. Uh, we had a lot of fun. So we hope that you enjoyed that. And hopefully we can do a couple more of those. But anyways, you can follow us at UGP underscore cast on Twitter. You can also follow us at UGP underscore cast on Instagram, where we're hoping to do a little bit more active in terms of showing you some life in Japan. And I think that's about it. We'll, once the YouTube becomes more active, we'll kind of pimp it a little bit more. But yeah, you can follow us there. And you can follow me at Adrian Morris on Twitter. That's it. Is that one word? It's all one word. I'm the... All right, cool. Yeah, I'm Adrian Morris. Sounds How about good. You? Anything? Uh, No, just play more video games. Play Chrono Trigger. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a classic. And then, and then tweet at Ben and Namco saying that you want a Xenosaga remaster. Everyone, do as Alex says. Or else. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right, That's everyone. It. Stay cool. Uh, remember, you set the tone. Enjoy what you do. Play some more games. See you until next time. Peace.